Thank you for tuning into the Life Room Podcast. Real life, real Christians, real struggles. My name is Sean Wilson, and I'm excited to introduce you to the type of teachings you can expect at the Life Room Community Church. The truth is, many people are winning in church, but struggling in life. At the Life Room, helping you translate kingdom principles to your family and your relationships is our focus. So if you like what you hear and are interested in learning more about what makes the LRC different, visit our website at liferoomcc.com and get ready for a ministry that is real and relevant to your life. Our text today will be coming from John chapter 16, verse 27 of the New Living Translation. You can't have one without the other. John 16 and 27. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. There was a popular show in the 1990s called Married with Children. This show had a theme song in which in the theme song it said love and marriage, love and marriage. And at the end it would say you can't have one without the other. This is what I want to talk about on today's episode. Because in life it is unavoidable that we will experience tests and trials. It's unavoidable that we will go through things that we simply don't understand. Things that we will have to try to figure out. And Lord, why did you allow this to happen? There will be a lot of whys that we simply don't understand. And since it is unavoidable that we will experience life issues, we need something that keeps us when we don't understand. That's when we need peace. I pray that as you hear this episode even now, that God's peace would just begin to overwhelm you. Let's look at what the Bible says about peace. In John chapter 16 and verse 27, it says Jesus is speaking to the disciples and he says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. What we need to know is that this gift that he has left us indicates that it is a gift the world cannot give. If anyone asks you what are the benefits to being saved and allowing Jesus to come into your life and allowing him to fill you with his Holy Spirit, after you list all the other wonderful things, please don't forget to let them know that it comes with exclusive access to peace. See, the world likes to indicate the things that they think we are missing out on and make it seem like those who are out here doing everything that they're big and bad enough to do are somehow living more fun and fulfilling lives. But I came to let you know that there is something that they don't have access to, and it's peace. I don't care how rich you get, this peace cannot be bought. I don't care how famous you get and how many people know your name and are willing to provide you with anything that they have, there is something that even finding favor with man cannot get you, and that is the gift of peace. I want to show you today in our scriptures how essential peace is. It's mandatory in this life. In order to keep me from losing my mind, Lord, I need your peace. 
living in a world where people often like you based on what you do for them, if I had to depend on obtaining peace from man, that would mean that I would need to be more concerned with ultimately pleasing man because they controlled my peace. But I'm so glad that the scripture shows us so many examples of people who experience trouble but maintain their peace because it was given to them by God. Let's look at what Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 and 7 says and then we will look at some examples. In verse 6 and 7 it says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Notice that Paul is saying the same thing that Jesus said to his disciples in John, a peace for your hearts and your mind. Paul is talking and he is giving the, this church words of encouragement. I love that God never leaves us in a situation without sending to us a word that will encourage us. In verse 6, Paul tells the church at Philippi to don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. How dare Paul tell a church that is most assuredly experiencing some persecution not to worry? How dare he tell a church that is experiencing some discouragement not to worry about it? But he goes even further. He says to them, tell God what you need. Thank him for all he has done. But then look at what he says in verse 7. Then you will experience God's peace. Watch this. Notice that Paul did not say, after you pray, God will then answer all your prayers. No. See, Paul is someone who has prayed to God three times for his own thorn to be removed. Only for God to reveal to him that it was not necessary or beneficial for the thorn to be removed. Because his thorn is what kept him from being conceited. See, Paul understands that God's will for our lives represents a bigger picture than what we can see sometimes. So it's not always in our best interest for God to answer our prayers in the way that we want him to answer them. So Paul says, after you have asked, even if God does not answer your prayer, he has something else that will help you to not worry as he stated beginning in verse 6. How is it that peace can be sufficient enough to keep you from worrying? I'll tell you why. Because God's peace is different than anything we have ever experienced on our own. Paul says about this peace in verse 7 that it exceeds anything we can understand. Let me help you. See, the reason why we worry is because we don't understand. I don't care how saved you become in life. Life has a way of hitting you with things that make it difficult for you to understand the why. And so at first, when I wondered, how could Paul tell a church not to worry? I then understood when he provided more on his reasoning. That we don't have to worry because after we give it to God in prayer, he would give us a peace that would supersede anything we were able to understand. See, peace is not just a feeling. It is something that is given only by God, which means that it's supernatural. So it causes people to not understand that how in the world are you keeping it together? It's because I got his peace. How is it that you're not retaliating against those who lied on you and persecuted you? It's because I got that peace.
We see Jesus demonstrate this peace to us when he is hanging on the cross and he is being mocked and made fun of. But instead of saying to these men, watch me in three days, instead Jesus prays for them. Oh, what a powerful lesson that when people mistreat us, instead of getting even, pray for them. And watch Jesus' prayer on the cross for them. Jesus says in Luke chapter 23 and 24, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. How could Jesus be on the brink of death and not want to prove to them that although it looks like I'm defeated, you guys are just helping me to fulfill prophecy? Yeah, I might have to start calling my enemies prophetic fulfillers because they are just fulfilling prophecy that says he will make my enemies my footstool, which would indicate that even my enemies can serve a purpose. How is it that Jesus is able to handle Judas betraying him to his enemies? It's because Jesus has the peace of his father that allows his will to surpass all his understanding. Lord, I pray that you allow me to express the type of peace that does not hurt my witness, that you allow me to exercise the kind of peace that causes my enemies to wonder, why would he pray for me when I'm lying on him? Why would he wish me the best when I'm trying to set traps for him? This is what I have learned and what I've taught in Bible study this past week. The reason why you don't have to worry about anything that is not in line with God's promise that tries to come up against you is because there is nothing, literally nothing, that can stop the plans of God. The enemy may be able to stop you, but he can't stop God. So if I find myself in God's will and I'm doing his work and what he has assigned for me to do, then I can testify that what the enemy meant for bad, God had to turn it around for my good. He used the bad things, the uncomfortable things, the disappointing things, the tough to deal with things. He uses all of these things and he causes them to work out for my good. That's Romans 8 and 28 calls. See, the devil meant but the Lord calls. That's a good preach right there. All the devil has is intentions. He can only intend, but God is able to cause. That's why the weapon can be formed. It can be put into action, but it still won't prosper. So the question becomes, how do I stay on the path and not allow the illusion of what the enemy is doing to cause me to forfeit my assignment before I get to the promise? The answer is, I have to pray for his peace and not look to understand everything that is going on around me. I have to not look to make sense out of why things are happening the way they are. But God, if you just cause peace to come all over me, a peace that would allow me to be able to simply rest in your presence, even when I don't understand, I'm reminded of when Daniel was in the lion's den. And his enemies desired for him to be consumed by the lion. The Lord caused the lion's mouth to stay closed. I'm reminded when I think about the three Hebrew boys who were in the fiery furnace and the enemy desired for them to be consumed by the fire. The Lord caused a hot fire to not burn them. Can I get personal? I'm reminded of when the enemy came against me and I wanted to get revenge against the enemy and God whispered to me not to bother. He gave me a peace that reminded me that the enemy intends, but he causes. And when he causes, 
he causes, yeah. See, I can cause also, but when I cause, I cause things to get worse. But when he causes, he causes things to work out. See, peace is an incredibly powerful tool that God provides for his children. Jesus understood that as he was preparing to leave, his disciples and his followers still did not quite understand a lot of things. And when we don't understand, we tend to worry. So Jesus tells them, this gift that I leave of peace is something that will hold you when you can't figure out my next move. His peace will introduce a new boldness in you because you won't be worried about what may come. You can be more concerned with whatever may come. Whatever thy lot, God will cause us to say it is well, it is well with our soul. God, thank you for giving me you because now that I have you, I can experience your peace because now I realize that I can't have one without the other. Father, we come to you right now. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for this word that you have given to us, Father. Father, we pray that you allow us, help us to maintain our peace. Father, help us to ask for peace, Father, even when we don't understand. Father, even when things don't look the way that they we think that they should look. Father, we just pray that you would give us your peace that would go far beyond what we feel, go far beyond what we can see, that would allow us to keep our composure, and Father, that would allow us to be able to stay on our assignment and continue to do the things that you have called for us to do. Father, we just love you, and we pray that every home that may hear this podcast would be filled with your glorious peace. Allow us to take on you so that you may give us this gift that you have set aside for your children. So Father, we love you and we thank you for your peace. Father, allow your peace just to consume us. Consume us over our sickness. Consume us. Consume us over our anxiety. Consume us over our depression. Consume us over everything that has tried to come up against us. Father, we speak peace into every situation, every relationship, every everything that has tried to come up against what your promise is. Father, we declare, like you said in your word, that you would lift up a standard, Father, that would allow us to be able to remain in perfect peace. Father, it's in your name we pray. Amen.